Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to listen to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. To our amazing listeners and our sponsors, thank you, thank you for your support. If you have any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. We have two other podcasts that are on the Abstract Athlete Network that we would love you to check out. The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms and check out our websites. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com for information on subscription boxes and on upcoming events and workshops. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Cannot tell you how pumped I am about the podcast today as I speak with musician, Fox Sports baseball announcer, New York Yankee special assistant, World Series champion, all-star, and 12-year MLB vet, plus the fact he played baseball at the Ohio State University, Nick Swisher. We're going to talk about his incredible baseball career and all of the amazing things he is doing since his retirement. Also going to talk about his infectious energy and his goals and aspirations for the future. Give this guy some love and follow him on Instagram at your boy swish or on Twitter at Nick Swisher. Let's go and let's welcome Nick Swisher. Coming in hot, Swish. Always, <laughs> always coming in hot, brother. What's happening, man? How you doing? I'm awesome, brother. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> Plugging along, bro. Yeah. Trying to keep Kay's ass, you know? Base, baseball's starting. Everything's good in the world. <laughs> man, I know. We get people back in the stands, it'll make me feel even better, oh, bro. Hell yes. Hell, no. Well, I, I, I haven't even looked. I, I assume that everybody's doing some in person at this point correct yes yeah. you know i think um i saw the texas rangers are up to 100 percent capacity wow uh which i mean at the end of the day listen man if you know if you got your vaccines and you know what i mean come on in bro well, we'll take you you know i just got my first shot saturday so um, yeah that's awesome dude my dad's gotten his uh my stepmom just got hers um you know we're waiting for ours you know try, kind of waiting a little bit down the road i want to make sure you know, all the older generation gets theirs. Yeah. It's like, well, I, it's, I, mine's just because I teach and I've started doing. Well, I was going to say yeah. with being around kids all the time, bro, you don't have a choice. Yeah. Like you want to protect yourself just because listen, man, you know, you talk about them college kids, bro. Oh, dude. <laughs> and I, I work with all these student athletes and it's like one person on the team gets it. The whole team gets it. And it's like, man, I can't. Nope. Nope. I need it. Now. <laughs> I need it now. Let's go. Let's go. I'm with you, bro. So, 100%. Man. So as soon as I can get mine, yep. uh, that Johnson and Johnson sounds pretty good though, because that's, it's one, one shot, you know, that's like, what I wanted to get, but they didn't have it. So I'm like, okay, I'm whatever, whatever you want to put in my arm. I'm good. Let's go. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, if we need to get past this thing and I need to take one in the shoulder, I'm down for yep, that. Bro. Absolutely. So dude, I I'm recording by the way already. So, um, but thank you so much for doing this. Like, first of all, it's, it's so just fun to talk to a former Buckeye. And, you know, like I said to you, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was on Bob Dodd's first team, man. Like I was supposed to go to Kent state and, uh, they actually took the job and came right down the street. So like for me, like there's so many things that like kind of connect to the abstract athlete, what we do and things that you've done and are currently doing, obviously an incredible athlete, not just in baseball, you know, football, basketball as well. Um, like the charity work you do, like you've done stuff with the military, you, you're also do stuff with music. And I'd love to talk about that. Like your pops played baseball. I, I got to check it and find out like, if you got any shit for going to the, <laughs> instead of going to become a Bobcat. So, yeah. you know, um, but I, there's like, there's just tons of stuff to like, for me, you know, like connectedness 
that, you know, that I think that you're doing, like, I think you're such an inspiration for so many people that in itself is like super cool and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I always say that this is like your platform, brother. <laughs> it's just like, it's a free for all. Um, and I also, by, at the end, I want to make sure I got to get either Bob's address. Cause I want to send you uh, a shirt of ours, some swag. Oh yeah. 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 That, I definitely sure. That is actually it's um, we work with Brett Tomko. I know you did his podcast. I know Brett really well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I talked to him yesterday. Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah. So this is based on a painting that he did of uh jackie robinson so definitely want to send you one yeah uh, for sure brett's such a oh man he's such an epic dude oh. oh but not only that dude like not only did it have a see the thing i love most about brett is you know because when, you, when you're playing baseball and, and you know the whole nine you have your relationships but like you don't really always get to know everybody as well as you do off the field and so for myself, like, listen, man, like, I'm a friend. I've been a friend of Brett's from Jump Street. Like, he, he was the guy I was talking to. Like, hey, man, like, I'm thinking about going out with this girl who ended up being my wife. And he was like, bro, go do that. Dude, go on that date, right? Meet her. Uh, but, you know, even, you know, even to today, I think, you know, the thing I love most about Brett is I, I love the fact that he's such a family man. Yep. I love the fact that he is the way that he is. He stands for the right things. And yep. listen, man, I got two little baby girls now. So, like... You know, I'm all about trying to be that be that role model in their life uh, to show them and, and to teach them things, to, you know, how to live their lives. But I think for like even for like me and you, bro, like this Clubhouse app has been badass, bro. Like a hundred percent. Like it's so wild. It is so wild. Like, you know, just this connection. But, I, you know, like I'm going to get D West on. I actually oh. reached out to on to yeah Holly yesterday. And, and, you know, just like that's just from your room. I just... You know, it's, it's cool as shit because it's just real, you know, yeah. like there's no yeah, BS the to it. I love the most of it. It's like, you know, this past year, man, like the, the, the physical connections uh, that you normally have with people like hasn't been there. Yeah. And for myself, as a matter of fact, I did a, uh, an earlier podcast this morning with McKenna uh, just like, and you know, I mean, and, and just the relationships that you develop with folks through that app is amazing because you're, you're literally developing a relationship with somebody over the sound of their voice. Yep. Because this is 2021. Like, I'm not sure everybody looks what they say their profile pic is. Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Know, right? Like, this is like the catfish so app. Like, <laughs> but to, yeah, right? So to develop this amazing room as well as these amazing relationships and giving me for somebody that needs those interactions to be able to have them with people, even through a cell phone, literally, bro, I just, I just fire this thing up and off we go. So to be able to have had that room and to meet people, you know, even like yourselves, the networking aspect of the app is what I enjoy most about it. And even being able to further the relationships and doing things to help one another. Yep. Because you know, our, our room, the sauce room, it's all about uplifting and empowerment. And it's literally like two times a week, we got group therapy coming in, right? Like, it is, but it is, but it's, it, it's beyond that. Like, you know, the fact that, um, uh, what's her name that won the, 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 uh, hockey thing. Um, well, Mallory, Mallory, like the fact that so many people got in that room and watched the game virtually together, like that is badass. Like, I know. you know, like, you know, in a million years, I would not have expected this, you know, first of all, to be in this time that we're in, but just to have that connection to people literally all over the world and, yeah. and to have, and it's, and it's real and it's true. Like there's no bullshit to it. It's, yeah, totally. it's, it is so. It is true, so, man, because at the end of the day, you know, I feel like we're in a lot of an I, me society where it's talking about yourself and getting yours and the whole nine. And yes, I understand you can do that. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like we've got a family in that room. Totally. And literally, regardless of whatever somebody's going through, everybody wants that person to get through that and succeed, right? It's like, literally, it was like all Monday during class, all we did was just love all Mallory. Like, hell yeah, girl, you kicked ass. Yeah, was like, like, for life. Forget, forget the idea that you guys came up with. We're going to talk about Mallory today. <laughs> right? And so I feel like for us, you know, that those are the things that we love most about all that is that being able to have those connections with people and to, and to be able to develop those relationships. I mean, bro, like I've had so much fun. And not only that, 
I've got a notebook, bro, about this big from the notes that I've taken because the one thing I love most about our, our class is that we're a village and not everybody knows all the answers. And you can learn something from somebody every single day. So every time people write, you know, say something big, man, I'm writing stuff down, bro. You know, like I'm jotting it down because at the end of all this, I mean, bro, I feel like there could be like a book, like what I learned on Clubhouse. 100%. A whole, whole list of things, you know? 100%. I mean, how did you actually meet up with Hetherington and, and D West? Like, what was that? Yeah, so, so uh, Hetherington, uh, we go back to L.A., uh, okay. you know, I mean, obviously being, a, being an NFL guy, he's best friends with one of my best friends. And so then we met, and bro, obviously, he's fantastic. Yep. We just hit it off. I met 6'8 through Chris Hetherington okay. because, you know, obviously the football connection, you know, we were actually in the process of starting up a CBD company of our own. And that's where I met, you know, 6'8 because obviously, you know, not everything is on the football field, but... I mean, bro, you want to talk about just one of the more classy, amazing human beings on the planet, bro. Like, he's one of those guys. And then my boy Palashik Thunder, you know, we go back to Tampa. We used to train together at Diesel Fitness, bro, when I was still playing. And all of a sudden, I see this kind of skinny guy in the corner, and he is just grinding. And, bro, it's like 5.30 in the morning. And I'm looking at my trainer, Phil, and I'm like, bro, who the hell is that? And he's like, oh, bro, that's that's, that's thunder. And I'm like, thunder? He ain't bringing no thunder, bro. And he's like, listen, man. you know, at the time he was a big time lawyer. And yeah. they said, you know, when he would walk into the, when he walked into the courtroom, he brought the thunder. And that's exactly the mindset that he has. And when you listen to him speak, literally, bro, like the night before he prepares to no end, dude, he gets on the treadmill, he's writing things down. Like the guy is a machine, bro. He never stops. You know, sold his cannabis company a couple of months ago for like 220 million, bro. I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? Like he's out of control. So, you know, we've got this great group of guys. And I understand, you know, I mean, if you look in the room, there's a lot of sports people in that room. Uh, but at the end of the day, just bringing in just a, 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 an influx of everybody is where we want to be. And the thing that I've really appreciated most about that is that it's such an organically grown group. You know, we haven't been pumping this out on social media, telling everybody about our room, because at the end of the day, I don't want to do that, dude. I, I, I love going in that room and I'm able to be Nick yep. because I can just bring my energy. I can pump people up. And at the end of the day, bro, like, listen, man, you're a motivator. You're a teacher, right? Like, it's all about getting people to accomplish things they never thought were possible. Yep. And so for myself, that's all I want to do. And on that platform, I can just be myself. And that's what I love most about it. How, like, where where does the energy come from? I mean, is this, is this, uh, like, was this you when you were two? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, <bro. laughs> yeah. I, I tell people all the time, man. I'm like, listen, bro, having this sort of juice at 40 is way cooler than having this juice at, like, seven or eight, bro. True. <laughs> I got so much trouble as a kid, bro. Like, detentions, the whole nine, right? Talking out of turn, not being able to focus, like, the whole nine. And I remember, you know, people saying like, wow, man, you need to get this kid on some ADD medication. You know? <laughs> and back then you're like, what the hell is ADD medication? Yeah. I'm like, well, because the kid's got energy. That's a bad thing. Yeah. I, I never really looked at it like that. So, yeah, was it a little difficult at younger ages to, you know, not be able to kind of focus as much? Of course, but everybody's got a battle. But I never wanted to go away from the human being that I was. And I feel proud of myself because I've been the same from Jump Street. Yep. Every day you see me, I'm gonna be the same. I, I, I just, I feel consistency has been one of my, you know, one of the good qualities in my life. So yes, have I had this sort of, <laughs> had this sort of coffee, you know, from Jump Street? Yes. I, I so, can uh, imagine Bob Todd in that situation going like, oh, what? Did, speaking oh, of which, uh, did you have, to, as a freshman, did you have to sing, fight the team? Oh yeah, bro. Okay. Oh, I was yeah. I was always wondering if if some of the things I had to do like yes. continued on. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you know, obviously a couple years after me, that's when everything kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. And that was when sort of the uh, the initiation type things yep. uh, weren't happening anymore. But yeah, baby, I got up there, sang that song, bro, and the loudest I could. Bro, I had my helmet on. I, I was ready to rock. Bro. I was ready to rock. I, I, the, the day that I had to do it, we were doing it, we were uh, in the Woody, and they had this giant tour 
of parents and student or kids walking by. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I, I ended up becoming, I ended up becoming a rock singer. So maybe that was my, so I was just like, fight the team. You know, I was just like <laughs> belting it out. And I was like, okay. So yeah, it, fond, fond, very quick memories on my end for, at Ohio state. Uh, because my, I, I was in and out, got red shirted and ended yep. up quitting. I actually, yeah, it was just, it was a weird time. Like I, I was not, like that's some of the stuff we talk about at the abstract athlete is, you know, like how people disconnect from their, you know, like athletic careers and or military careers. But, you know, we're, we're trying to promote and, and inspire creativity. So like working with athletes and veterans or, or current military, you know, like you're, you've, you've done music, like you, like you're, you fit like right into our mold and it's, yeah. it's pretty bad. I do like, do you still think about like music yourself? Like, are you big, still, big time, bro? Yeah. Uh, so you know, for myself, I was able to do that album yeah. back when I was with the Yankees, which was great. I mean, like, come on, bro. I, you know, listen, man, I'm that type of guy. Like you give me an opportunity to do something badass. I'm going to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to do it. How many times are you ever going to get a phone call from a music producer saying, Hey, we want you to be, we want you to sing on an album. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm the right fielder for the New York Yankees. No, no, no. Yeah. We know that, but we'd love for you to sing. And I'm like, hell yeah, bro. When do you need me there? You know what I mean? Even for now, man, like I spin, you know, I got my DJ equipment and stuff like that because music's always been a huge part of my life. It always has been and it always will be. Listen, I get in the car. I don't put on a podcast, bro. I put on the jams. You know what I'm saying? Just because like that's who I am, whether it ranges from ACDC to ZZ Top or Cardi B coming at you, right? Like I love all that shit, man. Like, you know, I'm, a, I'm Kenny Chesney's a great friend of mine. You know, so I'm, I'm big into the country scene as well. But here's the thing that I really appreciate on what you're doing is that athletes aren't just athletes. Boom. That's the thing, man, that people need to understand. Listen, bro, I may be an athlete, but there's a whole lot of other shit that I love in my life yeah. rather than just sports. And that's the problem that I think, you know, even like when they were some, you know, the shut up and dribble stuff. It's like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous, yeah. bro. You should be able to have the platform to be able to be whoever you want. Right. And that's the thing. It's just like, don't box yourself into being what, you know, at the end of the day, what's the saying? You know, a one trick pony. Yep. Maybe I want to do them all. Yep. I want to be able to do everything. Yep. Absolutely. I don't want to just, I don't want to limit myself. So that's what I appreciate about you because now in where we are in the world, the creativity as it is at an all time high. And if you don't appreciate that right now, then I think you're really missing the boat. No. And that's the thing. Creativity can be anything. That's what I, we don't tell people to do stuff. We ask them why, why or what they want to do. I mean, we have, you know, like for instance, Bernie Williams, your former teammate that was yeah. on, was on that album. He's amazing. Guitarist. Amazing. Amazing. Like, like Grammy nominated. Guitar, yes. Like, I, you know, and so that's creative. Like you have Miles Garrett up football for the, for the Browns. He studied poetry. Like it, it's like there's no there's no bounds on what creativity means, and it's good for our wellness. I I always say if if people did something creative twenty minutes a day, we'd be, be a better world. Oh my gosh! You know what we started doing with with my oldest daughter. Actually, my wife Joe just actually started. We just got the books in yesterday. So this morning was the first morning that they started. They started doing calligraphy together. Oh, that's awesome! That's just awesome. like you know, my daughter's seven, right? She's not you know like. Kids nowadays, they penmanship is not a big deal anymore, you know, because yeah, it's all, it's all computer yep. right here. You know, I can text, I can type it the whole nine. But I think like you're saying, being able to be creative. Listen, man, we just got this huge pancake art making thing, right? <laughs> you know, like you got all the colors and you draw things on your pancakes and then you get to eat them. Yep. But around our house, that's what we try to do, right? Even as an athlete, I tried to be creative, even on the field, yep. right? Like trying to figure out what my stance would look like, what, what the feeling of it was. And so like for myself to be able to pass that along to my kids at such an early age, being creative is where it's at because it lets your mind explode yep. and do everything that you wanted to do. Don't limit yourself in this world yep. because if you do, if you always play baseball your whole life and you never do anything else, how the hell are you going to know what you're good at? Yep. You missed everything. You missed it. 
No, and that's that was actually my problem, Nick. Uh, for me at Ohio State, I I should not have been in school. Like that was my I could have been drafted out of high school. Should have done that because that's all I wanted to do. But I ended up going to school, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing here?" But I it sounds stupid, but I didn't even know that I could be an artist. Like in school, and I know that sounds stupid. That at eighteen years old, you still didn't know, yep. and that's the thing now that people need to understand. With the pivoting that's going on because of COVID, listen, the creative aspect should be coming out. Like, if you don't feel confident to try something new in your life now, when the hell are you ever going to be confident enough to try it? Yep. Right now is the time to do it. Yep. Because if you don't try it now, how the hell are you going to know what you're going to be good at? And and it's good for recovery. Like, I, I actually, I so I have baseball, VCU baseball players in my class. So I told them I was talking to you today. And one of them looked at me. So you had a question that, which is cool. I love that I, you know, these guys are so, and, and women in this class are so comfortable with me as a teacher. Like I get texts at three 30 in the morning, which yeah, right. it's like, when the hell would a student text a teacher? At well, by the way, we need more teachers. I, like I, I, love it. I love it, man. Yeah. But he said, you know, like how, how ask Nick, how he got through the grind of a baseball season. And I think, you know, what I brought back, I said, I'd ask you, which you can answer, but I also said it is that creative thing. It's like, get your mind away from the game. Like for you, it could be like spinning, like, cause you did used to do that in, in the clubhouse. Correct. Like you would take over the clubhouse. You know, it's like for him, like he's a really good artist, like this uh, Hunter is his name. And, and, but bringing that aspect to them and understanding again, like you're more than an athlete and you have to think that way because even if you go pro, you're going to be done by 40 if, you know, if you're lucky. I mean, that's if you're like, lucky. Right. If you're lucky. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, man, if you, if you think about it, um, you got to find a way to get away. You have to ha you have to have a getaway because if you're constantly pounding that on your mind day after day after day, bro, listen, there's nothing that's going to get you more away from your final goals in life than being overwhelmed with something. And if you get overwhelmed with something, then you're just going to be like, you know what? I don't want to do this. It's just, it's too much. Like, I'm just like, wow. So for somebody like me, I you, prioritize your time. You know, you can always do things more, but you can never get more time back, right? Like you can always make more money the whole night, but you can't get more time back. So I think for myself, I understood, at least for me, listen, man, I had a dad that played in the big league. So I, I had the blueprint. Right? I had a guy that had been there and done that right in front of me, which was such a blessing for me. But I also think going back to what, what was his name, Hunter? Yep. To going back to what Hunter's question was, how do you get through the grind? Baby, I had a love. I had a passion. There was nothing else that I wanted to do in this world other than be a major league baseball player. But I did not have that until I got to college because I was a football player in high school That's as well. what I was going to ask you. Like You were recruited mm -hmm. more – more in football than you were in baseball. 100%, 100%, yes. And see, that's the thing that I, you know, talking about being a one-trick pony, like uh, who wants to be good at one thing? I want you to be good at everything. And now being a special advisor for the New York Yankees and being an evaluator at, at, to a certain extent, I don't look at specialist guys. I look at well-rounded athletes. I look at guys that can do it all. I want to see the way they move. I don't want to just see a pitcher out there throwing 100 miles an hour. That's 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 not that's not enough for me, man. You know, I think at the end of the day, we got a lot of kids that you know are really trying to be very specific on what they're trying to do in sports, rather than just going out there and playing all of them. Listen, man, it's so much harder in today's world to be professional at anything yep. than it was back in the day. People need to understand that. So I definitely hope there might be a shift going back to the way we evaluate talent rather than it's just statistical and numbers yep. rather than looking on the inside and the heart of players. Because for me, you know, being part of the Yankee organization, that's my part, the makeup aspect of the player. That's my job. That's what I look at with young players. And I write up the makeup reports on these young kids, because for me, maybe I've got a, maybe I have a, maybe I, it's a skill, maybe it's a gift, uh, but being able to see people and see colors and to be able to see their personalities and to be able to experience all that. And for somebody like me, you know, I mean, I don't know, I, Brock has spent five minutes with you and I can tell you what type of individual you are. And so for me, being able to be part of the organization and to still be able to put that uniform on uh, is such an amazing blessing and something that I don't want to take for granted. But at the end of the day, when we're looking for players, 
we're not just looking for baseball players. We're looking for athletes. Yep. And I think that's the thing. And also too, even, you know, one of my favorite guys, Didi Gregorius, you know, I think that's the thing I love most about him is you follow him on his Instagram page. There's only a couple baseball pictures, but there's a lot of photography, right? No, that's a guy, that's a guy I've been actually reached. I've reached out to him before just to try to get him on. Oh, he's great, bro. He's on, he guy speaks like 50 languages, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about like a not like an athlete, but not an athlete. Those are the guys that I'm talking about, man. Like guys that use their platform for other things or just because they're good at one thing doesn't mean they don't have passions for other things in life. Yep. And that's why I love where you are, man, because you are, you're almost teaching athletes that, Hey, just being an athlete's not good enough, right? We got to have other things in our life too, because if you're constantly thinking about that sport day after day after day, it's going to grind on you. Get your mind away from it a little bit. Like you're saying, go to your creative space for 20 minutes a day it's like for me, like I want to pick up a book. I want to read for 20 minutes a day. And that's what I've been doing. Yep. And it's made me such a better human being because of that. And now it's like, you know, be, if, I was a, if I was a writer, I'd love to write, bro. If I was an artist, I'd love to be able to. But now, you know, I tried to play the guitar. You know, I played the trumpet in yes. sixth grade. Yes. I tried to play, I, I played the trombone in seventh. You know what I'm saying? Like you write, you write some music, I'll sing to it, I promise you. All right, man. That's a deal. If it is, bro, I'm gonna get some sort of bangers, bro. Some, <laughs> some 150 beat BPMs, bro. You actually <laughs> you actually might well wait a minute. When were you at a, when were you in Columbus? So I was there from 2000, okay, 2001, you, 2002. Yep. I'm, yeah, my band would have been done by then before yeah, well, bro like when we were there man that was when like oar was yep. just oh yeah speed, you know yep. what i'm saying yep. like yeah crazy game of poker and then i got to meet those guys like 20 years well, like maybe like 10 years later when i was in new york and i'm like bro you guys don't even know i was jamming out at your parties every night man you know? with all 10 of us i mean that's yeah, the thing. Out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean totally that's the funny part about all that stuff is it's like those guys came from at just my buddy actually used to be their guitar tech i think for a minute uh -huh. and just like they just came out of nowhere like yeah. and so but no i think you you said that thing about the athlete i always think that what i think we're trying to do is give and it's not just athletes we're giving people permission to be creative so it's like and i always use tony we work with tony mandrich for instance but like even yeah, like a brett, a brett tomko it's like here's these guys that were the highest of level athletes and they're incredible artists when they walk into a room what you see is the athlete but then when you get to know them or you see their painting or you see their photograph like tony mandrich it's like oh well yeah. i can do that too and that that yeah. it's just like that brain it's just like that everything just explodes and it's not just i mean it always obviously it inspires the kids and the youth and and you know like up through college but it also inspires the adults because like when you see again, like Tony Mandridge is a huge dude and he walks into a room like that's a pro football player. He's a monster of a man, bro. <laughs> he told, he told me this story that he he's out in Arizona uh, where Randy Johnson is. And they were both at this high school football game and they randomly, you know, like they kind of knew who each other were. They didn't talk about sports at all. All they talked about was photography. And I'm just like, that is badass. Because so here, here's here's like one of the greatest left-handed pitchers to ever walk on the earth. And he's all he wants to talk about is like F stops and and how yes, how the aperture. <laughs> yes. And by the way, that's amazing. And what we need to do is we need to, and, and I love that you're at the level you are because you are. It's almost like we need to like promote this to younger players. Like, yep. listen, be everything, be a music. What about like, you know, I'm thinking of Brault with the Pittsburgh Pirates, yep. right? Singing the national anthem, right? Or who was that? Uh, 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 Sean Dunstan, was it was Sean Dunstan back in the day that used to sing the national anthem or, or whoever it Actually, was? No, it might've been Dunstan. That guy, yeah, really I, good. I'm God. just trying to think to myself, yeah. like these are the things that we want, right? Because I want to know more about you than just your ability to play a sport. Yep. Because that should not define who you are. Nope. Just being an athlete is something you do, not what you are. Well, you, you, know? you talked about the shut up and dribble thing. I, you know, this, this sounds crazy to me, but I, I still think this, what LeBron James is doing off the court, I oh. think is going to be bigger than what he does on the court. And are to you me, kidding me, bro? Yeah. everything he does off the court is humongous. Yep. The platform he has 
Number one, he gave him that self, that platform because he worked his ass off yep. to get there. But number two, listen, man, just because the guy enjoys other things in this world and wants to stand up for things in his life, give that man some love. We should be rewarding him, not trying to knock him down off that platform yep. because we need more people to stand up and have an opinion and be who they are. And the I, mean? I, the I promise school thing, I mean, that is like, just, it's revolutionary. I mean, to me, it's sad that, we have to like lean on somebody like that to create a school. I know, right? But at the same- The government can't just create those yeah. amazing things as well. But by the way, at the end of the day, if it takes athletes to do that, then fuck it, bro. Yeah, we'll I, do it. 100%, you know 100%. And it's just crazy because I'm I'm biased with my Ohio bias, but I think I think LeBron is the GOAT. And But he, the stuff he's doing off the court is just like, it's so inspiring. Yeah, and, you're, you're right. It's inspiring. Because he is an inspiring person, right? Like, listen, man, LeBron James didn't get to where LeBron James is just by sitting back and letting it happen. No. Hey, bro, he went out there and got it, bro. He took it, you know? And look where he is now. The things that he stands for. The things that he's standing up for. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want to get behind somebody like that, move on, bro. Because we don't need, we, we need more people like LeBron James to not be scared to be themselves and to stand up for the things that they believe in. And so for somebody like me, man, an Ohio guy as well, I love me some LeBron James, bro. Like, <laughs> I love the way he goes about his business. I, I love the way that he brings, you know, he's like, listen, man, just because I'm an athlete doesn't mean I can't talk about social issues. Yep. Because at, at the end of the day, I'm passionate about those things. And to the people, and that's, so the people that say stuff, it's like, you don't have to agree with him, but he's allowed to say it. Like, no doubt. And not only that, it's coming from his heart. Yep. It's not. It's not like just he's not just like spouting off and saying things. He's saying things because it means something to him. And if you don't pick up on that, then you're missing the boat. Yep. You're missing the whole point of what he's talking about. Yep. Dude, you're a legend. This is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's just it's like again, it's just it's fun because I I I do feel like this this connection, obviously the Ohio state thing, but like, I, I, I get so excited and jacked by ideas and things like that. Like I'm like, I'm going to have to go run after this or something. So. <laughs> Just a quick reminder to make sure to follow Nick on Instagram at your boy swish or on Twitter at Nick Swisher. Also a reminder to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast. You can follow us on all of our social media platforms or check out our websites. Now back to Nick. You you mentioned like, you know, the inspiration stuff. Like who, like, who growing up inspired you? Like, obviously, again, you said, you know, your dad played ball for like, what, three years? Three years? Is that Ten right? years. Ten? He played ten? Wow, okay. That's the way he got, he got eight and a half playing, and then okay. he got another two okay. coaching in the big yeah, league. So no, that's cool. Up. But, I mean, like, so I'm sure that that had to be an inspiration as, as, a, as a youngster. So, like, maybe some of the, the people that inspired you growing up, but, like, who inspires you now as well? Like, you know, do you – like, you obviously watch – baseball all the time but you watch other yep. sports i assume and it doesn't have to be athletes it could be musicians it could be teachers it could be whoever yeah i know uh i don't know one of the first people that really comes to my mind is is my wife my, my wife joanna like she inspires me every day hell of an man. actress oh thank you bro like we're, we're out here at atl right now she's just getting ready to film season two of sweet magnolias oh nice and, and she inspires me every day because she's a leader of our family and listen, man, like there's nothing more attractive than a strong, powerful woman, bro. Like, I don't even know how else to explain it, <laughs> but I think for myself to be able to have somebody like that in my corner each and every day, that's not only my wife, but my best friend, as well as a working mom and a hardworking mom and a creative individual and a like everything that she does, you know, like she would be the first person that I would say that would inspire me on a daily basis, 100% of the time. Another person that really inspired me when I was younger and I never got the chance to meet him was Roberto Clemente. Mm. And the only reason why is because, not the only reason, but this man right there lost his life helping others. Yep. And he didn't have to do any of that. He was such an amazing humanitarian. That was the first time in my life that I really realized that, wow, you can be more than an athlete. 
Yep. You can be more things than just a baseball player. And so even for myself today, I have a great relationship with Roberto Clemente Jr. Uh, I was actually on the board to try and help get Roberto's number retired, which was amazing and a blessing because I'm like, listen, I'm not Puerto Rican, you know, but I know what the number 21 means to me. And to be able to give that to other people, because listen, Ron, bro, you know me, man. Like my passion fires through and people can <laughs> little bit, that little bit. you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. So, but look, you know, from my favorite player growing up, as well as my father, uh, to all of a sudden being on the board to get that man's number retired. I mean, I'm like, this is, it's blowing my mind because I'm like, no way, this is where my life has taken me. But if you're not open to all those things and you don't look at everything that's out there in front of you, you're gonna miss the boat on a lot of amazing opportunities. Listen, I could have gotten that phone call from Lauren Harriet to be like, hey, we want you to sing on that album. And I would be like, nah, I'm not gonna, nah, no big deal. And then just pass it on. And I would never have done that. Are you kidding me, bro? Like, I was signing album covers. I felt like such a rock star, bro. You don't even know it, man. I know that feeling, so, man. I know that feeling. <laughs> you know, it's like just, just to be able to like kind of do that because I'm not just an athlete, bro. Yep. I'm more than that. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm a human being and I love things in life. I have different passions for life. And so I think now, obviously, you know, being out of the game, I'm able to express those a lot more. But I mean, during my career, bro, I was, I'm the same dude. I was going to say that like th there's, you know, things that I've read and, and again, like people that I've met that have sort of known you peripherally, like, dude, that's him. Like that he is energy a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> And, and I, I love that man, because it is, it's not an, it's not an act like you're, yeah. you are who you are. And that's, what's so fucking inspiring, man, because it's like you, like the joy of living, like just oozes off of you. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, even like, even when you were playing, like you could tell how much you love the game. Like, and I think that that's some of the stuff that does get lost these days. Uh, there, it just like some of that joy of, of the Big game. Time. And it's, it's a bummer in some ways to like, see that. And, you know, I'm, I do wonder if this pandemic does bring back some of the joy of other things. I, I don't know if it, it will or not, but I, you know, like I always, <laughs> one of the games, this, I'm going to drop into the baseball thing that I think is so funny was your seventh game. I think it was your seventh, sixth or seventh game as a Yankee. And you ended up pitching and, oh, yeah. and hitting a home run in the same game, which is like for a Yankee, obviously American league, it's like you and like four other people have ever done it or something, I know. <laughs> something wild. Right. <laughs> and as, as you were playing, I mean, you're playing outfield at that time, right? First base. Right? Yep. Okay. So as an outfielder, I was a center fielder. Like we always wanted to pitch. Are you kidding me? Like, always, you know, so I would be all I, all I ever threw to my fellow outfielders was knuckleballs. So it's like, I just, yeah. you know, we always wanted to pitch. So what was that like to be like, well, I, I, once again, it, once again, it's one of those opportunities that comes up that you take it right. You take those opportunities, you yep. push them away. You embrace those opportunities. I'll never forget, man. It was the eighth inning and we were getting, <laughs> Smokes, Smokes <laughs> five, dude. Scotty Casimir shoved that day, dude. Like he was with the Rays at the time, and I don't think any pitcher threw up a zero in an inning the whole game. And this was like, I think it was like our second road trip before we even went back home to open up new Yankee Stadium, right? And so all of a sudden, Joe Girardi, he's pacing in the, you know, he's pacing in the dugout, bro, right? He's like, man, no way, dude. We just missed the playoffs last year in 2008. You know, like my job's on the hot seat. And he turns around, bro, and he spins around and looks at me. And I'm, you know, I'm in the hole putting my batting gloves on. You know, I got my elbow guard on, right? He's like, hey, have you ever pitched? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, Skip, right? I could have been like, nah, I'm. I, last time I pitched wrong, freshman in high school, bro, right? Like, it was the last time I pitched was a freshman in high school. And my manager for the New York Yankees says, have you ever pitched? I could have done one or two things. I could have said, one, nah, I'm not a pitcher, Skip. Go find somebody else. But no, I said, you know what? Hell yeah, Skip. I know how to pitch. So he's like, great, you're going in next inning. I'm like, let's go. And so from there, that's one of my, it's one of the most joyous moments of my career that I can look back on because I'll never forget. I mean, you can even watch the highlight, go to YouTube, check it out. 
I'm smiling coming off the field. I punch out Gabe Kapler. I want the baseball. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, give it to me. I text Gabe once a month and let him know that I punched him out. You know what I mean? Like, you never forget things like that. So for myself, man, like, once again, it's another opportunity that jumps in front of you yeah. and, and, and you take it. Listen, another opportunity because, you know, we're talking about the military as well. You know, 2010, you know, I got the I got the uh, the ability to go to go over to Afghanistan with the undersecretary of the army and my wife to, to visit, you know, the troops. Listen, man, we were at 14 different fobs in four days. I mean, you know, we, we, we got I mean, I don't know how many times the sirens went off, bro. it was one of the scariest trips of my life. But at the end of the day, that was an unbelievable opportunity. And by the way, listen, man, I don't have the huevos that most of those soldiers have. So if I can go over there and do my part by giving them something different to look at or pump people up or get them jazzed up any way I can, then man, I'm gonna do that. I remember when we, we got into Bagram and you know we went into our first meeting and you know, there's they're all all the soldiers are sitting out right there. Oh, they got their guns, the whole nine, bro. I'm like, this is intense, bro. <laughs> like big time. Undersecretary, you know, Dr. Westfall, he's getting up there, he's doing his thing, and then he hands over the mic to me. And I didn't even I didn't even know what to say. I was just like, I just want to let everybody know we're proud to be here with the best motherfuckers in the world, bro. Like, pumping people up, you know, like the whole nine. And that was just kind of one of those things that I was so blessed to be able to be part of, man, because not many people get that opportunity to do something like that. Once again, an opportunity shows up that you don't brush to the side, you embrace it. It is, it is so rewarding, like for us that we get to work with, with military. Like I just released a podcast yesterday of an, he's still active Marine and he's a combat, um, he, what is it? Act or, um, he's a combat artist and, mm -hmm. and, you know, which is like super bizarre to me. Like, so he goes out there and like draws. And then I have a, I have a Navy seal I have coming on the podcast soon. And it's just so freaking rewarding. And the, it's amazing. Those men and women give us the ability to do what we're doing 100%. right now. Right? And I think people miss the boat on that because they assume yep. that, that it's just something that people do. They don't, they don't put those men and women on a pedestal. I put them on a pedestal because I know I would not have my life to this day on March 30th, 2021. I would not have the life that I have today if it wasn't for those men and women giving me my rights and my abilities that I have today. So anytime you talk about military, bro, my grandfather fought in the, uh, the Korean War, I'm in, bro. Yep. I want to help out any way that I can yep. because at the end of the day, man, it takes a village. Not one person is going to make change on their own. They're going to be able to gain that village and hopefully you gain enough people behind you, you can do some special things. Yeah. Now we, like one of the things, you know, this is something that you and I will talk about in the future, but we, um, we just bought 20 acres of land out in Montana and oh. with the idea that we're going to do like an artist athlete residency. Cause I know, and we'll, you know, like, yeah. And so we'll be able to bring out, you know, veterans to do workshops, but I know you've, you've done a lot of work with underserved kids. Like that's the thing. Yep. It's like, I think again, like so many of the things that you've done are so inspirational. Like you cut your hair and donated your hair, like cancer. Like I did that a long time ago too. i Got to do that again. Yeah, no, with, I've seen with, that with salad, my... baby. I've seen that. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my rock and roll days, Nick. Come on. No so, doubt, bro. No but doubt. it's, it's, it's again, like you, you've done so many humanitarian things in the world that, you know, beyond like your, your energy that you, you have and you put out beyond the, the baseball career, which is you know, that's the other thing is like, my God, man, you hit 245 home runs in the big leagues. That's a serious number, man. Like it's, I mean, I'm serious. Like, you know, like beyond that as an inspiration, as, as just an athlete, like you do these things and you do them quietly too. Like, it's not like, like, look at me, look at me. I'm doing this. It, you know, it gets reported, but it's like, I think you do it just because I think you care. And at the end of the day, man, like it's epic. Well, I appreciate you saying that, man. You know, uh, I was taught at a very early age, uh, it's better to give than receive. Yep. Uh, and, you know, I'm, uh, I do struggle sometimes because I'm a guy that I give, give, give. Sometimes I don't receive as much as I should. But at the end of the day, man, listen, I'm out there doing those things because it fills my heart. And I was taught by my grandmother 
my, I got her initials tattooed all across my chest, bro. Like that woman meant more to me uh, than almost anybody I've ever had in my life. But I was lucky enough, Ron, to have people in my life to teach me that. Yep. Not everybody has those people in their lives to teach them that it's better to give than receive. And it's nice to have a village around you of people that support you. Because listen, you know, as an athlete, you know, when you're doing well, you're on top of the mountain. When you're struggling, maybe you're down in the gutters. But your family is always going to be there for you. And to be able to have people in my life, like my family, to teach me those moral, to have that moral compass of saying, listen, man, like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to love on people. You know why? Because it makes me feel good, right? And at the end of the day, like, if we had more people that had that sort of mindset to, by the way, because I think a lot of people don't know how good of a feeling it is when you do help somebody else. Yep. And that's for myself, being able to be a special advisor with the Yankees, and I'm going down to minor league spring training, bro. That's all I want to do. Love on these young kids and just let them know, like, things are possible, bro. Like, I am their biggest cheerleader, and that's what I always want to be because, listen, man, like, you don't get to where you are by yourself. you got a whole hell of a lot of help along the way up the ladder. So don't ever forget that when you get to the top. If you get up there and you're blessed enough to be able to get there, understand the people that have helped you along the way and understand that there are a whole heap of people in this world that could use your help as well. So for myself, bro, that's the type of mentality that I've always had. I've always tried to give back. I'm not, I'm not a pumper, bro. I don't pump my own accomplishments. I don't, I don't need to do that, bro. When you're good, you tell people about yourself. When you're great, they tell you about yourself. Yeah. But so do you think, think do you think sports like really, you know, being baseball is, is a failure based sport, but like those athletics teaches us so much about the world. I mean, yes. do you think that, you know, like besides your grandmother, who obviously is, was a huge part, like she did, she raised you like the back half yep. of your growing up. Yep. Correct. I mean, do you, yep. do you think like athletics like really did teach you these things as well you know oh, yeah. that give back yeah. yes and the reason why and i talk to a lot of my young kids that i work with is you know i want kids to struggle early i want kids to get their ass kicked early i want them to fail early you know why because now they know what that feels like they know exactly what it is because I, at least for myself dealing with a lot of our young minor league kids listen man our first round draft picks have come up the chain and never struggled. And then all of a sudden you hit single A or double A and you look around and you're like, wow, man, all of these guys are as good as me. And one of two things is gonna happen from that moment. They're either gonna thrive on that and be like, okay, now I really gotta get to work or they crumble. And so that's for me, man. I always talk about taking ass kickings early in life because you know what that feels like, right? At least for myself. I was able to go through those things when I was younger. I wasn't the best player on my team. No way. I got my ass kicked, but I'm glad I did because I remembered what that felt like. So every time that I walked into that weight room as I got older, I knew that I was going to work my ass off because I never wanted to feel that feeling again. Listen, bro, like at the end of the day, man, in baseball, you struggle. If you if you fail seven out of ten times, baby, you go into Cooperstown. Exactly. Run. You you tell me another job in this world where you can fail seven out of 10 times and have a job Monday morning. Creativity. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. I, that's exactly. How, that's exactly. how I teach. It's like, don't worry about it. Like we're not, we're not talking about the result. We're talking about the process. Like you have to like go through, it's just, it's just like practice. You, everybody yep. sucks the first time they play baseball. We suck. Exactly. We keep playing. We get better. Yep. Just yep. like, just like art. Like you just keep creating, you keep doing the stuff and and you get better at it but don't don't half-ass it don't like take it for granted just like just like your sport don't take it for granted you have to work at it so it's I, yep yeah but um I, i'm I with you man my, my old man always used to say hey ain't no half stepping in here baby no no ain't no half stepping it's, you're gonna go up in there get both feet in there bro you know what i'm saying 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent so I know you're a busy guy. So we're, you know, we can start wrapping up cause I could talk to you all fucking day. So <laughs> <laughs> even though I got to teach later, but like, 
what what do you see as like next? Like you you got like so many things going. Obviously, baseball season's coming up. You you're doing all this stuff with with you know the Yankees. And are you doing any announcing? Still, are you still with Fox? At yeah, all? So, still uh, with yeah, Fox. As a matter of fact, uh, still doing some Fox stuff. Cool. Uh, just signed, just assigned to deal with CBS as well. Oh, sweet. Uh, still going to be doing a lot of stuff on their uh, on their CBS Sports app, which I think is going to be great. Really nice. excited about that opportunity. So, what, I mean, like, what do you like? What's what's next? What's where are things going for you? Like beyond that like i want to i'm i'm waiting for the next nick swisher album but i'm gonna be singing i'm gonna be singing on one of those songs i th- i assume but but i mean like give me give me give me like future goals or or you know because i think you're you're probably i don't want to say you're a goal-oriented guy but you do like you attack life oh yeah yep 100 percent, bro i got plenty of goals moving forward um you know one i think is uh my next real big goal that i want to accomplish here in the next couple years uh, that I will accomplish uh, is I want to become a motivational speaker. Uh, and I really want to get on the stage and I really want to try and let this fire out. Uh, I just want to get it going. And so for myself, I'm in the drawing boards right now. And this is why I'm really digging the Clubhouse app is that I'm coming up with what I want to tell people. Because at the end of the day, you know, I kind of catch myself having a lot of juice and a lot of energy, but I want to make sure I bring substance to the table as well. So in my process, I'm in the process right now uh, during this quarantine over the last year and everything that I'm learning now on getting my 45 speech minute or 45 minute speech down, locked, loaded. So when it comes to time, you know, I want to do that. You know, I, I, I watch a lot of Tony Robbins stuff yep. and just his energy, bro, the way he pumps people up and the whole nine. I'm like, holy shit, bro, I got that juice. I was going to say, you- I, I got that energy too, you know? And so for myself, you know, being able to meet people uh, and to learn from others that are better than me uh, has been amazing. And, you know, being able to, to, you know, have an amazing first career in life. uh, Listen, bro, I'm so blessed to have had that. But just because I had that doesn't mean I'm going to sit on my ass and do nothing the rest of my life, you know? And at the end of the day, if you if you think about it, I probably could. I I could just sit down and and be great the rest of my life. But that's not my style, bro. That's not the way I want to do things. So I want to be a motivational speaker. That's my first goal. Uh, and I'm going to make sure I make that happen. And then secondly, uh, I said I want to be a major league manager, maybe five, 10 years from now. Nice. Uh, only because at the end of the day, man, like I got too much juice. I got too much passion. I got too much love for this, not to fill some other people up with the passions that I have. So I think for myself, I'm, I'm in the right spot. Uh, able to be a special advisor with the Yankees, learn from guys like Brian Cashman, who's been the general manager for the Yankees for 20 plus years in the biggest market in the world, right? I'm learning from Aaron Boone right now, who's one of our managers that I can really learn a lot from, baby, because he is calm as a cucumber, something that I could really learn a lot from. So for myself, that I'm, I'm really, really learning more than anything right now. And it's crazy because I always told myself as a baseball player that once I stopped learning, man, it was time to shut it down. But I feel like in life, I'm learning so much, not only about myself, but about life in general. I'm learning more at 40 years old than I ever did in my 20s because you know what I'm doing right now, Ron? I'm opening my eyes, I'm opening my ears, and I'm just taking everything in. And now, you know, I mean, for myself, it's crazy, man, because you meet so many amazing people throughout your life and sometimes they pop in, sometimes they pop out, but I am trying to embrace everybody that comes into my life, even if it's for a short minute, because you never know what you're gonna be able to take away from those people. And so for myself, being able to learn from people that are better than me in the things that I want to accomplish, that's where I'm at right now, bro. So motivational speaking, I wanna be a manager. Uh, and also it's a, it's a thing that, uh, that I've always tried to be every day of my life. Uh, I got two little girls, bro. I want to be a kick-ass dad. I just want to continue to keep being myself. I want to continue to keep being a role model for them because at the end of the day, man, they are a monster reflection of who my wife and I are. And so we we don't take that for granted. We are blessed to have two healthy, beautiful little girls, man. I mean, hey, they wear me out, bro, from time to time. But at the end of the day, I'm like, in the best girls, way, bro. in the best way. In the best of ways. So. You, you said something that in, in that that I, I always – try to put out to the world is that stay curious, you know? And I love that saying, because if you're, if you're not curious about whatever, like Mm -hmm. you're just missing out and, and, and like life, you know, like 
the older I get, you just realize that life is shorter and shorter, obviously. Oh, but it's, it's amazing, man. It goes by so fast, yep. so quick. Yep. You miss out on so many things and you're like, oh my God, how did I, how did I just miss out on that, you know? Yep. So I think you're right, man. I love that word, curious. Uh, curiosity is huge. Yep. Uh, for myself, I actually started a podcast, you know, when the quarantine first hit, maybe right before it, and it was called What's Next? Yep. Because at the end of the day, like there's a lot of people that are in my shoes, especially now, uh, maybe because they were forced to quit their jobs or, you know, uh, maybe they're in the process of pivoting to find something new to do. But at the end of the day, man, there's always something that's coming up next. And so for me, it's just trying to figure out exactly what you want to do. Find that, attack it, bro, yep. two feet in and just go for it. Because at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of haters out there telling you you're not going to be able to do things in life. Don't listen to that shit. Yep. Know who you are. Have confidence in who you are, even on the creative side of things. If you want to start to be creative and you don't want anybody to see your drawings, don't show anybody your drawings. That's yep. okay. Yep. You know, get your 20 minutes in a day. I love that. Being able to be creative for 20 minutes a day will spark that curiosity as well as expanding your mindset as well. And it also can, you know, we work with uh, traumatic brain injury doctors and it's like, Creativity can actually benefit your performance. Because what do we always say, especially in baseball, you don't want to be thinking when you go to the plate. But, exactly. you know, it's like, it's like uh, uh, what uh, Bull Durham, you know, he's up there going, yep. don't bring the heat, bring, bring, bring me, you know, it's like, <laughs> and we all did that. But it's yes. like, that's the worst thing you can be doing. It's like, you should have a calm mind, loose hands, and boom. And, and, and then just go for it. Yeah. And, and it's like those things, uh, it's just interesting how... I wish I would have known these things that I now teach back when I was playing because I got in Crazy, my, right? I, I got in my way all the time. That is just, unfortunately, it's the habit. Funny, man. I, I, it's a saying I use a lot, man. Every day I get older, my father gets smarter. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true, bro. It is so true. As much as, cause when you're young, you know, you're like, bro, I got this. Yeah. I can do this my own. Right. Yeah. I, I know what I'm doing. But then you get up here and you're like a dad of your own and you're like, damn. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I missed out on a lot of that. <laughs> All right. So I know we're, uh, we probably got to wrap because I know you got like, again, we could do a part two eventually because. No, no, we okay, need to. One I, of these days we'll see how to do another one. I would love to, I would love to get like a you and Brett on here because I think again, like that triangulation of, of, uh, of discussion might be like super interesting. And the other thing is, man, like I, you know, we would love to like collaborate with you. Like, we're, we're going to get ready to start doing modules with abstract athlete. And again, nice. the, when we get the Montana thing up and running, like, you know, that that's something you can bring, bring your wife and your girls out and teach a, teach a workshop and, and, but yeah. yet be like an hour from Yellowstone and just, those, exactly. you know, I mean, I was gonna say, bro, you're going to Montana, bro. I'm going to yeah. sit out on the porch. Oh, bro, dude. Scenery, I, bro. That's I, I, I was like, when we bought it, I was like, I can't believe I got stuff in Montana now. Yeah, dude, like, dude, I can't even believe right. I can see all this. It's amazing. I, I want to ask one more baseball question because I, you know, I love baseball. I, I think they, they probably need to change some things, but you know, like what, like if you were commissioner for a day, what would, what would you change or would you just leave it alone? Cause there is a lot of talk about the speed of baseball and I get it, but at the same time, like maybe the, the beauty of baseball is there's no clock. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing that I really appreciated because I, I was never rushed. Right. Yep. Like back when I was playing there, there wasn't the, the shot clock or whatever you want to call it. Like I got in the batter's box when I was ready to get in the batter's box. And, you know, nowadays it seems like guys are rushed a little bit. I mean, obviously in the minor leagues, we're trying to get that because at the end of the day, bro, it all boils down to money. And that's the problem yep. is that when you start branching everything based off money, you're missing out on everything else. So, uh, I, you know, I, I love the commissioner, man. He's a great guy. He's always been first class to me. Uh, I mean, obviously I, I'm an offensive guy, so I would definitely get rid of DHs in both leagues. For sure, 100%. <laughs> right. You know, maybe even at the end of the day, uh, you know, uh, maybe shortening some of the games. I, I don't know if 162 games is the thing anymore, right? I understand, you know, with owners and players, it's a lot about money and the whole nine. And I get that. And I want guys to, to get theirs. And I understand that. But listen, man, give guys a couple more off days throughout the year, man. Listen, 154 games to, to most people is just the same as 162 games. So, I think for myself, man, I would, I guess, you know, if, if I was the commissioner, one thing that I would like to see in the game, uh, I'd like to see more personality in the game. 
I'd like to see guys not be afraid to be themselves, be more creative. Like you're saying, you know, guys like Didi, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, even uh, anybody that, that likes something outside of the game of baseball, show me that. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you like on the outside. So I think, you know, I would try to push my guys to be a little more open uh, to share their, um, you know, share their creative side uh, a little more. Um, because listen, man, you know, I think basketball and football, you know, they've got a great following and the young kids, they like watching that stuff. So if, if that's what's happening right now, then let's branch over here, baby. Let's get some of our athletes doing the same stuff, uh, and pumping that same sort of content. Uh, because right now, man, if you really want to raise the game, you got to get down there to the youth, man. You got to get them young kids going, got to get them excited about something. Uh, and if we could do that, uh, then I think we could really, really resurrect our game. Uh, and put it back on the uh, back on the map where it should be. Yeah. No, I like baseball to me is, in terms of American sports. It's it's in the culture. Like it's it's done so many. You think back to the the nine eleven game. Like what happened? You know, the game that happened. Right, that coming back from wars. Like how it how it's was part of like really truly part of culture. Yes. In, you yes. Know, in the in the early ages, and I th- I still think it is. And I again like I'm. I don't want to say I'm a traditionalist. I do, I do think like, you're right. I think that there's things they can do. Like what if a game was seven innings, not nine innings? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Like if those are things I, I don't typically want those things. Yeah. Even for myself, I uh, even uh, kind of toyed around with the idea of starting new youth leagues that are only five inning games. Yep. Because I think the thing about it is, man, we, we burning these kids out way yep. too young, man. Yep. We, we, they're playing 100 games. But yep. if you're only playing 100 games at five innings, that's cool. Yep. Because then the elbows don't go as yep. much. The shoulders don't go as much. Then the longevity of the player can continue to keep going. Yep. Which at the end of the day, if you can't make the club in the tub, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you got to stay healthy, baby. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> you, do, you have, do you have any contact with the uh, Buckeyes? Like any – I mean, I know oh, – yeah. co- oh, yeah. like. Who's who's Coach Beal, Beal's, Beal's, there, yeah. right? Real tight with Gene, cool. Um, and you know, uh, uh, and just Gene Smith and his yeah. wife and his family. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. Every year we try and get back to one football game a year. Uh, I just got off the phone with Coach Beals last week, uh, and hopefully we're trying to get a time where I can get back to a baseball game. Nice. Because I haven't even gotten a chance to see a game played on my own on your field, stadium. <laughs> On my own field, bro. I haven't even got a chance to see a game. Yeah. So I'm hoping that 2021, we're going to make that happen. Nice, nice. Well, let me know because I'm always, I, I grew up literally right down the street. So, um, yeah. but, but dude, like I, again, man, this is like, it, this is just fun. Uh, you know, again, like you're, you're so much energy, but I, I just love the, you fit like in our world of what we're trying to do in terms of in, inspiration, in terms of like, you know, changing the way that we operate in in this on this planet yes. and you know trying to inspire trying to empower people yeah. and um yeah just, ch- just changing that mindset a little bit yep. right just not it's not even necessarily the word change my father told me a long time ago people are pushed off when you say the word change yep let's just alter let's yep. just make some adjustments yep. on the way we view things and the way we look at how we're going to live our lives yep but I, you know, like, again, I, I would love to do, we'll, we'll do another one down the road. And like I said, you know, when we get these things going with the, with the modules and, and stuff, it is definitely something you can jump on because it's like, you're, you do musical stuff. You're an, an incredible athlete. You're, you know, you're motivational speaking, like you're, you're in this space that we're in. And it's just like, I, you know, we always say it's stronger together. And, and yes. like, again, that's what I think the clubhouse thing is, is bringing that mentality is like that realization yeah. that this connectedness is not as far off as we think it is. Well, what's the old saying? If you want to go fast, go by yourself. Yep. If you want to go far, go with the team. Yep. hundred percent. But um, I'll send Bob an email. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, bro. And, I would love that, man. Yeah. Just with everything, we're moving and shaking so much over the next couple of months. I'm not quite sure where I'm going to be, <laughs> but if you get that in Bob's hands, he'll yep. definitely make sure I get it for sure. Yeah. I'll get that. And, um, I'll s- snap out some images for this, for promo. I'll send it to him as well. And I'll just tag you on stuff. Feel free to share it to social, but this is, you know, yeah, bro. It, 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 this is a blast, dude. Uh, we'll go golfing someday. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. Let's do that. Since, since I'm an East coaster as well. 
Um, and, and like I said, man, it, this is just, it, it's been a blast. It's, it's, uh, it comes from deep in the heart of the Ohio state university. You know, you so, know it. Um, and we got a big OH. <clears throat> I know baby. It's been legit, man. It's been awesome to connect bro. Yep. For sure, man. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving what you're doing. Uh, I'm loving the fact that you're jumping in on the room every week, man. It's yep. awesome having you in here, man. Yep. Thank you so much for having me on here. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be part of what you're doing. Uh, and, I, and I'm blessed, man. I'm in. You know, yep. I want to help out in any yep. way I can. Let's keep in contact, keep in touch. Yep. Uh, and we'll make all this stuff happen. Cool. Brother, thank you. Have an epic right, day. Man. It's beautiful in Richmond, Virginia, so I'm hoping it's the same way <laughs> in the ATL. So You got it, baby. Okay. No doubt. We'll do, brother. Okay. Be well, brother. All right, bro. All right. Talk to you later, baby. Really, really cannot say enough about the energy and optimism of Nick. You know, it's just truly infectious. And I, I do think if more people were as positive as he was, we, we would just be a better people. Just had so much fun talking about baseball professional and him playing at the Ohio State University. Just truly an epic human. Again, make sure to follow him on Instagram at your boy Swish or on Twitter at Nick Swisher. Do not forget to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. You can follow us at theabstractdoctors.com or on social media under The Abstract Doctors and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge podcast. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms and you can also check that out at onemansethos.com. You can also follow Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandridge or on Twitter at Tony underscore Mandridge and make sure to go check out his photographs at TonyMandridge.com. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets for future events, pop-up exhibits, podcasts, and other information, including daily creative training journals and subscription boxes. See you next time when we talk with really, truly an amazing young woman, an artist, a former University of Richmond women's basketball player, and an above-the-knee amputee, Tracy Akers. Thanks as always, and do not forget to exercise the body, and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there.